Yo, Brit Geeks, people of the world. It's me, Phil Fed, aka the Brit Geek, with fellow Brit Geek moderator and friend Drew. Hello, everyone. Welcome to another episode of our awesome new podcast. This is number two podcast, our second ever. How you enjoyed it, Drew? Yeah, loving it so far. Episode two. Last week was good. We had um, we had a lot of good feedback anyway. So we decided to do another one. This is our second ever, and we've got an awesome show. But firstly, how are you doing, Drew? Are you having a good week? Have you had a good week? Yeah, I've had a good week. Yeah, the weather's been a bit up and down, a bit strange, but it's been a bit strange all year. It has. Oh, it most certainly has, mate. It most certainly has. We've got an awesome show today. Tell them what we've got lined up for, Drew. Today, we've got an interview with Lego Ideas designer, Jake Sadovich, who created the ship in a bottle. That's right. We've got an interview today with Lego Ideas creator, Jake Sadovich, who did one of my favourite Lego Ideas sets. Big set as well. I mean, it's quite big in size. It's very intricate as well. I love that set. One of my favourites. Don't you agree? Yeah, it's a great set. Yeah, great building techniques. Yeah. yeah, quite impressive, an impressive concept to even think of it. Yeah, shipping a ball. Exactly. We're going to be asking Jake all them questions later on. At the end of today's episode, we're also going to be talking about Halloween, our favourite time of year. It is my favourite time of year anyway, even though the weather is very strange and it's not feeling as Halloween-y as it did last year. It's still my favourite time of year. Yeah, it's a spooky season. It is the most, most certainly a spooky season. Will you be drinking or treating this year, Drew? <laughs> <laughs> oh, um, the last couple of years I've been out, but I think I'm probably getting a bit old. I'm getting a few funny looks and I'm knocking on people's <laughs> doors this week. So it's time to just go down the sweet shop and pay for them like everyone yeah, else. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> funny, Drew, funny. Yeah, I would like to see that. Anyway, we're going to be talking about our favourite Halloween sets as well, including the Mystery Mansion, um, which is Scooby-Doo set, which is a nice, nice Halloween-y type set. 10228, which is my favourite of all, and the epitome, I think, of anything that's to do with Halloween and Lego, that is the best set. What do you think? Yeah, I think if you think of, you know, every time you think of like a Halloween set, You've got to think of that Monster Fighter set, yeah. Definitely. Super intricate set. I said it last week, actually, in last week's podcast. If you remember, I was saying how much I actually love that set. It's one of my favourite sets, if, if not my favourite set of all time. It incorporates Halloween spookiness very, very well, in a very light-hearted way, which I think is what Halloween should be about. You know, funny brilliant set great figures with that set as well you know nice intricate build yeah it's a great set yeah well it's not super intricate as you know lego can be super intricate but it is a very nice build i like the zombie heads on the top of the pillars which is um outside the front of the house if you if you know what i'm talking about yeah yeah it's like a it's like a haunted modular isn't it yeah it is that is exactly what it's like it's like a haunted modular someone was saying actually in the group which Lego should, and I was thinking this myself as well. Lego should a seasonal Halloween set like they do with the winter sets, you know, every year, but just bring out one like modular base building because the Halloween sets they're very small, really, aren't they? Yeah, the little seasonal sets you get, yeah, they're very, they are, they are very small, yeah, but 
Yeah, that's a great idea. I'd never thought about that before, really. Yeah, little. Yeah, I like the Christmas ones. Yeah, so you can build up every year. Gets a little bit bigger. Yeah. I think it'd be nice, definitely, to uh, be able to add a section of a modular town, you know, a big, big town with loads of modular buildings in it and put a few, uh, put a big haunted corner section in there as well. I like that idea. You keep that up all year as well. Obviously, the haunted house at the top. But I think if they added some more sets along that theme that could blend into a city, I think um, they, they would definitely be onto a winner. Lego. A haunted village, yeah, maybe. Haunted village, exactly. You know, like we have a um, winter village. Well, definitely need a haunted village. Winter villages are fantastic sets as well. But we're not lacking any of them, are we, really? Because, I mean, every year they bring out one or two sets, don't they, for the winter village sets? There's 10, um, I think there's nine or 10 of them now. Yeah, yeah, that would be great, yeah. Yeah, yeah. we want a uh, haunted pet shop, a uh, haunted hotel. We want yeah. everything. <laughs> yeah, we do. We most certainly do. We want anything. And you know what would be really good? I think it would be a great idea. If you remember that Lego idea set, the uh, Anton's Fish Shop. Okay, yeah. yeah. I think that would be great as well if, you know, they brought out maybe something along them lines like a haunted fish shack. I think that would be brilliant as well. Really good idea. It's think... almost there, isn't it, with like the dilapidated shingles and stuff like that, yeah. Yeah, definitely. In fact, you could easily modify it yourself, couldn't you? It's so close to actually being what I think is a haunted shack. I love that set as well. Goes so well with the set that we're going to be talking about um, shortly with Jake Sadovich. Goes incredibly well with that set, you know, together the Brilliant, absolutely brilliant. It's amazing. People's minds are amazing, really. When I look at the ship in a bottle, brilliant as well, you know. Mm. Absolutely fantastic, you know. Conceive anything that you can build it in Lego pretty much, can't you? Absolutely, yeah. In Lego yeah. in Lego form. Yeah, I never thought I'd be building a bottle out of Lego. No, definitely not. <laughs> a lot of nice pieces in that. A lot of nice pieces in that set. There was also... Um, a set that came out. It wasn't. It only came out for a very short period of time. Actually, it was nine four six five, and it was called the Zombies, and it came with the Zombie Bride and the Zombie um, Groom as well. And that was a great set. But they only brought it out for about a month. Um, basically, what happened was, I think it had blood round its mouth, or that's so far as I know. I managed to actually get one of them sets. I don't know whether you've ever seen it. I've got one on my shelf. It's a great set. I love that. It's a shame that the set itself, when I say it's a great set, I shouldn't be saying it's a great set. Do you know what I mean? Because it's, the set is quite poor. Yeah. It, it is small. It's, it's got not, it hasn't got a lot to it. You know, it came with a, a car, didn't it, with hammers on the wheels? Is that that right? bit, it's a car with two hammers stuck on the side of it. There's a little um, scene with it as well. That, I don't know what it's like. I'm just going to look at it. One second. What's that? Yeah. It looks like a bit of a crypt. Yeah, and they pop out of the coffins. I do like it, but I think the figures make that set 100%. Obviously, because when Lego brought it out, they stopped it. And it only came out for such a short period of time. People, um, obviously, I don't even think, I don't know how many people no, even know about that set. But to actually see it, you know, I was glad I got one. I saw it and I thought, yes, that's for me. I'm getting that, you know. And then literally, I think it was only a week or two after I actually got the set, it was discontinued. Wow. And I was looking online and it was such a shame. 
Because if I would have known, I would have bought more. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, hindsight is a great thing, yeah. Yeah, it is a great thing, especially in Lego terms, you know. Oh man, if I would have bought 20, yeah. if I would have bought forty DeLoreans. Yeah, that's it, yeah, a whole cupboard full of carousels, yeah. Yeah. Oh wow, life would have been good. <laughs> 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 Let me tell you. But um yeah, I think that's uh, I think that's one of it's as I say, it's not an amazing set. I just think it's does incorporate it's got a glow in the dark spider on it, you know, the hammers and the thing, but I like the zombie bride is a brilliant figure and that's why just for that reason that if you look at the actual line of monster fighters figure um monster fighters set i think the figures are pretty much better than the set in a lot of respects if you get my point yeah i was looking at them there's that there was 13 sets and 20 figures right so there was five goodies and 15 baddies oh really yeah yeah. They were well outnumbered then, weren't they? They were, yeah, but you've got to be outnumbered, didn't you, or else, you know, what sort of, it's not going to be no good if, you, if it's too easy. You don't want to push over. Like Batman, really, isn't it? Batman against the world. Five yeah. monster fighters against 15. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. I never actually saw the cartoon, though. I've not that? seen the cartoon, no. No. No, I don't know. I'll, have to, I'll just have to watch it. I fell in love with the Monster Fighters house, though. I was in the Lego shop in Manchester. It was on the shelf, and I'd looked at it, and I kept on going back to it, and I, I kept on looking. I was thinking, oh, my, it's 120 smackaroonies, 120 mm. pounds, UK pounds, and I'm thinking to myself, oh, my Lord. Yeah, I saw it in the Lego shop in uh, Newcastle, and uh, I wanted it, and then I thought, no, I don't want it. Do I want it? Do I not want it? And I didn't buy it. And I ended up paying a, a lot more than £129. <laughs> you see, I was very lucky. <laughs> this, is where, this is where we differ, Drew, and this is where my story changes. Basically, I went back to it a couple of times, and then I thought, oh, man, I don't know. I love the set, but I don't know why I was humming in Ari so much. It, it was a no-brainer, really. Yeah. So a couple of days later, I went back into the store, and I purchased the set, and I was so happy. I built it, I put it together. In fact, I didn't even put the stickers on the... I haven't used the stickers on it yet, which is... Well, I've used a couple, but I haven't put the vinyl stickers on and things like that. You know, the LPs. Okay. Yeah, yeah they haven't got... They've got their own little vinyl stickers on it and I haven't put them on yet. Yeah, see, I didn't buy it. I regretted not buying it then. I did spend nearly £100 on the uh, pick-a-brick wall, so it wasn't a bad day. £100 on the pick-a-brick wall? What were you buying? What were you doing? I bought, I think I bought eight or nine cups of just white bricks to build a, a big Hoff scene for my Star Wars, yeah. 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 What happened? Where's the Hoff scene now? It's uh, in a box in the loft, but it's going to come out again. I've got more plans for it. Yeah, definitely. Hoff scene. I've seen a few good Hoff scenes now. If I had the space, I think it'd be a second uh, thing that I'd do. You know, I mean, a big, massive... St- I saw one um, a while back at Manchester Convention. It was massive. You should have seen this big hot scene. It was phenomenal. And I tell you, I, I think they have one in Legoland as well, do they not? I think there, yeah, there is one there, yeah. yeah. There's one there too as well, yeah. Yeah, so, yeah. but that one's on a completely different scale. In Legoland, it's massive, Yeah, isn't it, in comparison, you know? They've got a lot more bricks than me at Legoland. Yeah, exactly. They've got a few more bricks to spare. But I think on a whole, you know, some guy's got out of his way, obviously. 
with a huge passion, just like you have, gone to probably gone to a pick a brick wall, spent a load of money just because he loves it and he wants to be able to make his own hot scene and look at it and admire it. Mm, yeah, I definitely get that point of it. You know what I'm saying? Right. What's gonna happen? Well, I do wish I'd bought that haunted mansion, saved myself some money. Yeah, hello. Oh, I'll tell you what, speaking about Halloween. I'm not one for scary films, me. I don't really like scary films. You know, I find them a bit pointless. But the other night, I was feeling a bit brave. I watched this film. What was it called? The Blackwood Ghost or something. It's um, Where did I see it? was on Amazon. I was streaming it. It was what is free to Prime members. It was one of the scariest films I have ever seen in my <laughs> life. In fact, you know what? I will never watch another horror film as long as I live. Let me just tell you what that film was called. It was like Paranormal Activity, but believable. One second. Um, you are a big scary cat now, aren't you? All that, you know. Let me see what it's called. Let's talk check. amongst yourself. Oh, wow. What was it called? I can't even remember the name of it. I was that petrified. <laughs> you blocked it out of your petrified, mind. Yeah, I just drew a blank to the whole situation. It, it was so believable, you know, and I was so glad because I thought, oh, my God. It's like um, I watched something when I was a kid. I don't know whether you remember Mr. Pipes. Do you ever remember that? Mr. what, sorry? They called it Mr. Pipes. It was like a spin-off on TV. No. They did it for a day on Halloween. This was years ago. They did it for a day on Halloween. And uh, the theme of it was Mr. Pipes. And basically, the culmin- we all thought it was real, obviously, and petrified. You know, we were kids mm. watching this thing. We weren't that young. We were about 10. And at the end of it, he said, don't worry about it. It's not real. So I was so thankful. I never felt so much relief in my entire life because I'd seen something that was so, you know, that petrified me so much. I thought, it can't be real. It can't be real. Can't-. And you know what? The other day, I had the same feeling. When I looked on Google and... Um, it turned out and said, no, this story that you've just seen on Amazon is absolutely fake. You know, it's not real. I'm thinking, wow, I must be really good about it. I want you to watch it, too. Were you Googling, is Mr. Pipes a real story? No, no, I'm talking about... <laughs> yeah, yeah. No. Yeah, but we didn't have Google in them days when Mr. Pipes was around. We just relied on someone coming on at the end of the story and saying, this is not real. Don't worry about it. You've got nothing to worry about. But the other night we had Google, thank God. And uh, I need to find the name of it. Oh, it's one of the scariest stories, man. Oh, wow. I'm going to send you a link to it. I think you need okay. to see it. Oh, uh, yeah. I'll give it a watch. Yeah. See, you're probably laughing at me. You go, what are you talking about? You're like, wow, you must be like, it's not that scary, Phil. I don't know. I like, you know, Halloween to be fun. Is it more or less scary than Lego Monster Fighters? That's what we want to say. <laughs> no, well, that's a very good question, Drew. I was actually, I've not seen Lego Monster Fighters. I will tell you shortly. No, you've not watched <laughs> that either. No, yeah, I'll be under the covers. Don't worry about it, mate. Bite, <laughs> biting my nails. Yeah, Lord and Lady Vampire. Yeah, that's it. And Frankenstein. I'll be good. You know, I love. I absolutely love Halloween, though. Great time of year. What you, have you got any plans? Uh, I think the kids want to go out and do some trick or treating, but uh, I think they probably want to go out on their own. The last thing they want is me coming along with them. <laughs> Training along. You'll yeah. do yours. You'll do yours later on. I was going to yeah. say, actually, back onto the monster fires. We did bring out quite a few 
good monster fighters sets, didn't they? I mean, when I say good, I mean we were talking, we were saying just before we got taken into a completely different realm, we were saying, you know, that the actual sets weren't that good, but I did miss out a set which was nine five six seven, the ghost train. Oh, okay. And the castle, but the castle had no like interior. I don't know whether you've seen the monster vampire castle. Did you see that? It has no nothing to it. You know, it's just a front and a back and, a, and a, more vehicle than anything. Right. And then they had the other. Um, what was it? It was the mad scientist set as well. That had a little laser. I don't know whether you've seen that one too. When you press the back of it. And the laser, um, it's like an operating table, and you put Frankenstein on it, and the laser lights him up. But um, the light lights him up. It's meant okay. to look like a laser. So it's not a real laser. Is the crazy scientist and his monster. What, have you got the set number there? I think the set number is nine four six six. Nine four six six. Yeah, that's a, that's a nice little set. But what, there's nothing to it, as I say. You couldn't put that. You know, like in a city, I think yeah. that's the problem with their monster fighter sets. And as someone said before in Brick Geeks, and as we said before, I think Lego definitely need to bring out a theme of Halloween sets that comprise of spooky buildings. Yeah, what buildings could you do? Spooky buildings, uh, pet cemetery. Yeah, that's spooky. Just saying that spooks me out, Drew. I'm spooked uh... already. I think Lego are probably a bit a bit shy when it comes to things like this because you know they steer clear of any sort of violence or anything like that. And which is right though, isn't it? Really, by definition, some of these some of these monster fighters, you know, vampires and stuff like that. It's actually a very good point that you met, made there. You know, like Lego do steer clear of the violence, even mm. though adults are into it and whatever. It's a good break. From what you see on the news every day, you know, it's always doom and gloom, isn't it? It's, it is a good break and it is a good escape from reality, you know, and I think they've got a good mix of, they don't show any violence really at all, Lego, which I think is fantastic. So, mm. And think... Monster Fighters did did have a bit of publicity problem with a, uh, a Polish priest who branded them the tool of Satan. Oh, really? And yeah, yeah. Wow. People have far too much time on their hands. Now, to me, I think that's uh, I think that's a bit ridiculous. Yeah, I mean, the same priest also had a problem with Hello Kitty and My Little Pony. Yeah, I think people. <laughs> what? Sorry, I just had to retake for a second. That's ridiculous. I never heard anything so absurd in my entire life. It was in the Daily Telegraph. Wow! Wow! Makes you wonder, doesn't it? Yeah, Halloween, like the name Halloween. Where does it come from, Drew? Do you know where the name Halloween comes from? Come on. Does it come Halloween. from Hallow's Eve? Hallow's Eve. That actually, you're very close. That Thanks is when the that's you are. It is known as Hallow's All Hallow's Eve as well, which was made by the Christian, the early Christian church. But before that, it has pagan roots, which go way back before that. Gaelic, I think it was the Gaelic Harvick festivals. That's what they they associated it to as well. And it, it wasn't truly westernized it, until it hit America properly in the late nineteenth century. That's where all the trick or treat comes from and the apple bobbing and all that. You know, Americans really 
took over on Halloween. They love Halloween in America. Yeah, it's a big holiday over there, isn't it? Oh, it's a massive. I love it. I get to see, actually, I know a few people in Brick Geeks. It's a great time of year to get out your Halloween little Lego sets and creations or build a big Halloween scene, get it out, put some green lights on it, get it all spooked up, some cobwebs. Why not? Yeah, yeah. indeed. Don't you think so? Yeah, I think it would be great. Yeah, there's a few people down our road that embrace Halloween. Oh, yeah, yeah. I know a few people, as I was saying, from Brick Geeks who... Um, who really do embrace it, like they love Halloween. They go to huge lengths, tombstones outside the house, you know, all that, all lit up. I love that. I think that's brilliant. It's good. It's good for kids. It's good for spirit as well, you know. It's great. Great time of year. Yeah. Yeah. It's My favourite time of year, definitely. Let's bring on a bit more of the bad weather, even though I shouldn't say that. I mean, a bit more rain. <laughs> <laughs> a bit more rain. A bit more rain. A bit more, I think, a bit more frost. And then it'll start feeling like Halloween time of year. Right, what we're going to do now is we're going to go over and we're going to start our interview with awesome Lego creator, designer, and the person, you you probably bought one. I know I've got one of these. Have you got one, Drew? Yeah, absolutely. Lego ship in a bottle, one of my favourite idea sets. We're going to go over to our interview straight away with Jake Sadovich. We're going to have a chat with him. And we're going to find out what inspires him. Right, okay, cool. Right, this is absolutely awesome. I've got to say we're highly privileged and excited to interview Lego Ideas creator, super skilled builder, Jake Sadovich. You'll probably know Jake for his most awesome Lego Ideas set 21313, shipping a bottle. It's one of our favourite Lego Ideas sets of all time. Mine and Drew's, definitely. What do you reckon, Drew? Yeah, it's a great set. I love it. Still available to purchase at Lego. All right, thanks for having me. <laughs> no problem, man. How's it going, dude? Oh, it's going going well. Good, good stuff. Good stuff. What have you been up to? Tell us about yourself. Where are you from? What's it like where you live? Um, from Boise, Idaho, USA. Oh, nice. Um, so yeah, I just live here and hang out kind of in the country. It's a small yeah. city, so that's it's not... That sounds nice. Small country town, lots of trees. Yeah, oh yeah, yeah. And then it's not a far drive out to the country, so. Oh, beautiful, man. Lots of inspiration for building that. Yeah, yeah, it's real nice. Um, you know, I just uh, live here and I work at, I work at an escape room. So I just come up with gameplay and puzzles and kind of design and build props and stuff like that. Oh, um, wow, nice. That's really cool, man. Is there, a, is there a strong Lego following out there? Yeah, yeah, we got quite a few people. Um, I think it's kind of... Uh, I was for a long time just building at home, and I didn't really, you know, without knowing that there was a larger community out there. Um, so I think our our lug is growing. It's not real big, but I think we run into a lot of people who are just doing that. You know, they just haven't realized that there's a larger community out there online and whatnot. Um, so we're kind of slowly growing. But yeah. yeah, there's a lot of people. I have to say that though, the online community, you know, you brought you brought a good point there. You know, the online community has brought has definitely brought things closer together. So say like the beauty of Brick Geeks and what I'm trying to do is and a Lego in itself is it's universal, obviously, and people need that platform to be able to show and to be able to appreciate whatever whatever it is they decide to do with that. 
in the creations with the pictures and so on and so forth. So, I mean, I really love the fact that there's fans everywhere around the world. Brick Geeks is a great display of that as well. You know, it's it's absolutely all over the world. And it's good to hear this. We're speaking now to some person who's, who's actually happens to be a really good creator designer. I mean, we've got your sets, as we were saying before, and it's good that it's brought things a lot closer together. So I could just speak to you, interview you, ask you for a few questions, you know, take 10 minutes out of your time. It's cool world, isn't it? Oh yeah, for sure. And yeah, without, without that online kind of community thing, there wouldn't, there wouldn't be a Lego ideas. I wouldn't be, I, you know, you wouldn't, yeah. you know, my name from Adam, we wouldn't be talking. So <laughs> exactly, that's my point. That is exactly my point. I probably wouldn't know Drew either. Hey, Drew? No, absolutely. Yeah. The world's a very small place. Together. Yeah. The world is a small place. The thing, what, what we would like to know is like, do you actually collect Lego? Because I mean, we know that you're a super skilled designer. You spend a lot of time building Lego, um, your own ideas that come out of your mind, which is brilliant. Do you actually collect Lego sets? Um, you know, I have actually very few. Because <laughs> I've I've always, anytime I get a set, you know, I build it right away. Because you always learn some, you know. Yeah. There could be new different techniques that you learn, and so I always build them, but they get scrapped pretty quick. <laughs> and so, themes. So I'd say I'm more of a parts collector. I have recently picked up a few sets that I really wanted to have. Um, I got, I picked up, I found on Facebook Marketplace the UCS uh, Snowspeeder recently. Oh yeah, nice. Yeah. And, have UCS Slave One, so there's a few sets like that that yeah I've grabbed. Big Star Wars fan then. Yeah, yeah, I love Star Wars, and then airplanes too. Like I got, I picked up the Red Baron's plane, the Fokker DR1, and the Camel, the Sopwith Camel. I've got those. I haven't built them yet. They're still sealed. Wow. No. Great, they're great sets. Yeah. They are great sets. I've built the Snow Speedy yet. Yeah, yeah, I built it about a week and a half ago. It's a technique over anything. I get what you say. Like when you're building your sets, you, obviously you're looking at new ideas all the time for you to incorporate into what you're doing with your own ideas. The techniques help you, you know, fulfill that whole whole role that you're playing. I think it, I think it's fantastic, me. You know, I think at the end of the day, the fact that um, you can do anything with it, you can build anything literally that comes to your mind. Yeah, yeah, it's just limited to your imagination. So, but yeah, so those are the few sets that'll. They'll they'll stay together, you know, on display. But other yeah, than that, were, I just collect the parts. <laughs> you were talking about collecting parts in the um, ship in a bottle. There's three or four unique parts that are only for that set. Did you have any input into making, you know, wanting those pieces, or is that just something Lego came up with? Um, which like the large uh, trans maybe ones like um. Some small curve pieces, I think there was the small curves. Um, small brown four, I think it's four by four with an inverted curve on it. Oh, yeah, yeah, that was one of the newer parts. They, um, that was one of their additions to have the compass in there, so they included those. I think that particular part had only been in one set before that, and they were black. So, uh, okay. well spotted, Drew. Well spotted. Halloween's yeah. coming up. It is our favourite time of year. It's, it's my favourite time of year. Have you got any plans or shows coming up? We know that Halloween is massive in the US, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, 
I really don't. Um, sometimes I'll do something for Halloween, sometimes not, whether that be a costume or Lego build. Um, I don't have any plans really this year. I'm kind of working on a model for um, for Bricklinks. Uh, what is it called? The AFL Designer Program that they just came out with in conjunction with Lego. Yeah, that's a really uh, cool, really cool idea that as well. Yeah, so I'm kind of focused on that right now. So that's what I'm working on. That's cool. Do you not set up anything at home? Anything Halloween? Do you not get up? Just think, right, okay, time now to get my own little Halloween corner. Me and Drew were talking about it before, actually, weren't we? And we were saying, well, yeah. yeah, yeah. It'd be good if, if, if Lego brought out their own series of modular, like, Halloween sets. Do you never set up any of your own, anything like that? Um, You know, I never... I, ne- I never have done really a lot of holiday stuff. I think I had like a, I did a few years ago a nativity scene for Christmas. Oh, um, but honestly, when I'm, when I'm building stuff, I just kind of build whatever I'm kind of feel inspired to build at the time. So it might be a holiday and I'll be working on a Star Wars ship or, <laughs> or it might be January and I build something that would be good for Halloween, yeah. you know? The beauty of that. <laughs> That's the beauty of art, and I think Lego. As I, was, I said this last week, I don't know whether you listened to the podcast, but I did say last week, and I think that's the beauty of art in its in its true form. And Lego definitely incorporates that—the ability to be creative on the spot and to be build anything and to do anything there and then that comes out of your mind and to put it into something that you can see visually—is is art to me, you know. And I think yeah, like, absolutely. I, I definitely, I think a lot of people would agree, you know, on all levels, art is all about perspective. And obviously, Lego is perspective. It's all about what you see and how you see it. Anyway, we've got to ask you, shipping a bottle is, we've said, I can't, I can't say it enough, it's an amazing set. You actually collect shipping the bottles or what was the idea? Where did the idea come from? What, where was the light bulb? What was the moment that you thought, right, I'm going to um, I do actually have a couple. Um, it was uh, several years ago. I just found a, like a small kit for one at, you know, like a thrift shop. I just found it and thought, oh, that's cool. And I checked it, made sure everything was there, you know. And yeah. So I picked it up and I put it together and it was uh, it was super challenging and real fun. Yeah, wow. And I've had it on display for a long time and I've since got another one that I haven't got back to because I've been so focused on just building Lego for the last few years. Um, oh, it does. It takes up a lot of time. Yeah, yeah. You've got so, the original model though, haven't you? You've still got your original model. Yeah, oh yeah. Yeah, that's all that matters then. That's all that matters. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. What it was, it's good to know what gives you the idea. So you've, Obviously, seeing the ship in a bottle, you thought, wow, this is super cool. And then you thought, right, I know what I need to do. I need to make yeah, this. Yeah, yeah. It, it was a while before I thought, oh, you know, maybe I'll try one out of Lego. And for, I mean, honestly, it was probably a year and a half, almost two years. I kind of had it in the back of my mind while I was working on other stuff. Every once in a while, I'd just think about it. And for quite a while, I debated whether I should try to do like a Lego build inside of a glass bottle or if I should try to do the bottle also with Lego. And I kind of, I spent a lot of time on Bricklink looking at what clear parts were available to get an idea if that was even kind of possible, you know? Yeah. And so finally I just decided to get started on it in like late 2016 and then was yeah. able to do it. So yeah, inside a glass bottle sounds pretty challenging. <laughs> yeah, that would have been. Yeah, I've seen some online. Yeah. I'd rather, <laughs> rather not. <laughs> tweezers and chopsticks. And... I have, I have, 
I have since seen though, since your great idea, because it is a great idea. Oh, thank you. It's a great set as well. Practically, it's a great set. You know, in physical form, it's a great set. So not only is it a good idea, it's a great set as well. Yeah. Chal you know, challenging, intricate build. I've seen a lot of people. I mean, this must be great for you. And you must have seen this online where people have taken your ship in a bottle, they've taken your ship out and they put their own stuff inside there, like love hearts, and they put um, classic space scene I saw, which was fantastic. Yeah, that one was great. Yeah, oh yeah, I love seeing those. I've seen tons of them. Yeah, they're brilliant then. I was tempted to do one myself, actually. <laughs> um, I'm thinking about it, though. That must be really cool to see other people doing that, you know, um, taking something that you've created it's on the shelves people can buy it they take it off the shelves and then they manipulate it still using your idea and creating something else with your idea alongside it's brilliant i think that's must be fantastic for you man oh yeah yeah it's it's great to see that you know it's kind of inspiring someone else's creativity to do something else with it you know it's you know and it's a lego set that's that's what you do with it you yeah you can modify it or you can make a new mock or i've seen some really good ones so it's really fun to see that popping up on instagram and facebook it must be cool for you man with me and drew and my girlfriend as well we all voted for your original idea which was fantastic when we saw it on the lego ideas page oh nice um, did you prefer the final product or did you actually prefer your product i know it might be a difficult question to answer but um i uh, I think for the final design was uh, they made it much more practical for a wider audience, which which they had to do. Because um, mine, well, I like it because it's, it's a little more detailed. The ship's bigger, you know. The bottle's probably twice as big about. Um, but it's also super fragile. So when they were redesigning it, they had to really, really redesign it to get it to be more stable and to be able to really produce it for a mass audience. Yeah. Did you have much interaction with them on the design period, or did they just come um, up with a final thing and say this? Not, a lot. Like in the in the beginning, when I go when you go into the review period, you um, you kind of like send them all my uh, like digital files, so I had to learn how to use um, LDD real quick and recreate it in there. And yeah. then there were some things I couldn't do with it on LDD, like park the bottle on top of the stand because my it's not attached at all; it's literally just resting. Yeah. Mm. so i actually did a bunch of little short videos on my phone kind of going over like tying the rigging and kind of a si yeah. short little videos of assembling it with the digital file so i think that was like my main input they got quite a lot out of me there and then later they kind of showed me some of their concepts and we talked about that oh, not nice. a whole lot nice that's good that you got a little bit of input though you know at the end of the yeah day. yeah did he just take and say right this is ours see you later so it's good that you got <laughs> You know, a lot of people, you know, I speak to a lot of um, Afros, you know, all over the world. And a lot when that set was coming out, a lot of people did say they preferred to let your I, your original version over the Lego Ideas version. And I did hear that a lot of times. And me, myself, personally, I think yours did have a more of a bespoke edge to it, if you get my point. Well, obviously, it's the only yeah. one, isn't it? You know, yeah. What, what were the differences, like, between yours you mean you mentioned a few i mean is there any differences between the lego set that came out and your set that you thought to yourself oh i don't know i wish it would have been the same or is it changed that you weren't happy with or were you happy with the whole thing 
Um, I wouldn't say there was anything that I was unhappy with, actually. I think some of the things they changed, like, uh, for example, my stand had a cannon on it. They put a a new printed um, compass, which looked great, you know. So it was a change, but it wasn't like, oh, that sucks, you know. They did. Like, they added the wax seal, which I thought was a really nice touch. That was uh, their designer's idea. Mine doesn't have that, you know. I think they did a great job of... um, Keeping to the original. Yeah, yeah, and completely true to the idea, you know. For making it available to the mass audience as well, but keeping it faithful to the original. I think, I definitely think they did do a good job as well, and it still remains. It's right next to me right now, actually. I can see it on my side, proudly showing off next to, funnily enough, um, the junk ship, the Ninjago. Oh, nice. uh, um, Yeah, Destiny's Bounty, that's the name of it. Great, I love that. Very intricate, very intricate. So, um, we know that you have at the minute, you've got the Ornithopter, the Da Vinci's creation that you've made, and you've got that on Lego Ideas at the minute. People can vote for that at any time, obviously. They just have to go to Lego Ideas. Um, the design and movement is so fluid. You must have been happy with that. The motion is so fluid on the wings. How do you get that timing on the actual motor is there anything specific to it or is that um no on the well it's um mainly it's it's supposed to be hand cranked but for the video i didn't want to be in it you know i just wanted it to be doing its thing so i actually redid the bot the very bottom of the base so it had a hole and so i could put gears up through that and hooked it up to power functions um but yeah it runs pretty smoothly but it's just on gears um it's kind of a unique um mechanism on the front it's got like there's a gear turn like a 40 tooth gear turning it has a technic pin coming out the yeah. side and it runs in a little track and that's what drives the up and down motion of the wings right got you completely yeah you saw that one yeah it's a great i like that one yeah i mean i think it would i think it would be a great one if it came out it would go alongside you know maybe some of the um architectural stuff and stuff you know you can put it down on the side you know, it's yeah. not really to play with, but it's a great, it's a great eyepiece to be looking at. Yeah, a hundred percent. I would have that on my side right now. I'll be watching <laughs> it. I'll be watching them wings going yeah. up and down. I actually motorized it's a mature <laughs> Lego set, right? Yeah, yeah, it, it, very much so. Yeah, speaking about mature Lego sets, um, yeah, that was a joke. <laughs> I, I Jokerland, I motorize that and it makes my motor me modifying that set look very, very weak in comparison <laughs> to what you've actually done. <laughs> that's, that's what I meant to say. Well done on your Lego pursuits, Jay. You, you're a fantastic builder. We we like your style as well. Yeah, absolutely, you? yeah. No, thank you. Awesome. Awesome. And a huge thank you to our special guest, Jake. You can follow Jake on Facebook and Instagram and you can vote for Jake's Da Vinci idea on Lego Ideas page. Thank you all very much. See you all soon. You can hear this podcast at BritGeeks.com. See you all next week.